2: Irish guys are small dick drunks. Did someone on this flight spackle the lavatory ceiling with trouser mud?
4: I always get Colonel Ham.
2: We are back. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. I am once again, as always, in perpetuity, your host, Brian Beckner. Thank you for joining us. Episode 107 of the podcast. As always, I give you the ways that you can reach out. We have a couple good um, voicemails and emails this week, so keep that up, guys. Uh, Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com is the email address. You can also leave us a voicemail, 949-464-TBLS. Also, like the Baller Lifestyle podcast page on Facebook. I posted today a couple of fantastic links, and you can't be a part of the discussion if you're not following that page on Facebook. So please go there, the Baller Lifestyle podcast on Facebook, and like the page there. And as always, I implore you to download, subscribe to the show on iTunes, so that you get it delivered to your inbox or your iTunes every week. Um, joining me now, as always, Ed Daly. Ed, how are you?
3: Uh, good. I, I won uh, a very small pool, but I won the sec- uh, halftime and final of the Super Bowl
2: pool. Uh, oh, you son of a bitch.
3: But I ran the pool, and mm. it, was, it was like pulling teeth. I got invited to a Super Bowl party held at like a... Like a kind of a private room of a bar or restaurant.
2: Oh, yeah, nice. But
3: I didn't, I only knew the couple that was hosting the party. Yeah. And so I was like, fuck, I'll come up with something. And I was like, all right, I'll just do the pool just because if it's bad, at least I'll have action. And then it was supposed to be $5 a box and I could not, and there were like 40 people there. I could not fill it up. I got like to like halfway. Are you
2: fucking kidding me?
3: And like, you know, I figure with $5 a box, you say, all right. Yeah. Can I get four? Give me four boxes. Yeah. And guys are like, I'll take one box.
2: Oh my God. So these were not men. You were not, you didn't go to a Super Bowl party with men.
3: Yeah. And they were, they were, uh, and one guy, (laughs) this, uh, I, I I remarked to the guy, I said, you know, you kind of remind me of, uh, of, uh, a guy in the movie Fargo. It was the Asian guy that was trying to hit on the pregnant woman. Uh, you know, he's crying at the table. Yes. Cause he was like he was like getting like uh you know a little weird and I was like, You kinda remind me of the uh the guy in Fargo. Have you ever seen Fargo? He's like, I haven't seen that. I was like, Yeah, there's an Asian guy in Fargo, you kinda remind me of that. So we'll
2: he, was was he overserved? He just yeah, he seemed a little
3: a little off. But anyway, so I had at the last minute we're sitting at like forty five boxes filled.
1: And right. I was
3: like, Okay, we're making it two fifty a box. And we'll do the payouts are fifty, seventy five, fifty seventy five for first, second, third, fourth, uh-huh. uh, and just and everybody just go double up, like go write two of the same, and then there were like discrepancies because people, uh, you know, yeah. went. But yeah. it was like you know, it, I was it was very painful, and I didn't know these people, so I wasn't sure who I'm supposed to be, you know. F- uh, Collecting money or telling them, hey, you didn't write your name twice or whatever. And so I fucking deserve to win two of yeah, the four. Yeah, you did. You, did. So you I, did a lot of work. I won 150 bucks. I put in, uh, I had to put in a little extra. I put in 30 bucks.
2: Yeah, good for you. So,
3: so yeah, that was good. And I also, another crazy thing is I was in the men's room at that same Super Bowl party. Brandon
2: Spikes walked in.
3: I know, but I like washing my hands. I heard. Two guys saying something, like, really racist. It was just, like, you know, like, really, like, old school, you know, dumb racist. And I'm not naive to think that racism is gone, but it's jarring when you hear that kind of, like, when you hear hard racism and you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot there are some people, like, really, really, like, I love busting on stereotypes and all. Yes. But I don't actually, like, care Like, it's weird that people actually, like, hate people because of the color of skin. And I know, like, I'm not trying to sound all profound. It's just weird when you actually hear people actually have an issue.
2: I just had this conversation with somebody the other day that you're, it used to be that you would encounter racism much more often. And these days, you don't really run into it. As my, I mean, this is two white guys having a conversation. So.
3: Right, all right. Look, like, I don't want to be, like, that profound white guy. Like, right. I don't see color. I see color. I tell right. you. Of black course. guys
2: got huge dicks. I got yeah. it. <laughs> yes.
3: But yes. Some but, stereotypes like, are earned. I, yeah, Irish guys are small dick drunks. Like, I get, like, I like the fun stereotypes and all, but, like, I don't actually give a shit. Like, it's weird yes. that people are, like, like, there are people who are hung up on Cam Newton being black. Like, I don't, I just, you know, it doesn't, I I, I have different issues, but, like, it's weird. It's weird when you hear flat-out racism.
2: You rarely encounter it anymore, and it used to be that you would encounter it all the time.
3: I guess there are people that feel that way, but people know, like, I don't break this out unless I know the company. So when you hear somebody just going full-on racist in a men's room, you're like, wow, this guy's very comfortable in his racism.
2: Yeah, it's it's a little bit jarring. I know um, I was just having this conversation with somebody the other day um speaking of people that had some action on the game let's talk about lady gaga and her prop anthem bet because when we when we discussed it last week we we liked her in the under at 216 and a half and that 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 line went up to like 220 at some point and lady gaga if you watch the game, she finishes the song and then she styles it. She pauses it and styles it with an additional The Brave. That, that, right? Like you're not,
3: the, the lyrics don't call for an additional no, The Brave. No,
2: that was a second The Brave. And so, uh, Vegas was up in arms. A lot of, a lot of sports books paid at the, you know, at the, at the, finish of the actual song, some paid at the beginning, uh, uh, at the end of the first The Brave, but I feel like Lady Gaga really had an agenda at that point, and she thought you know what, I know people are betting on this I'm gonna style it with an additional The Brave at the end of the song Not cool.
3: No, no I'm I'm not okay with that, and uh, I, I didn't follow all our prop bets, but it seemed like we were doing pretty well, like we yep. thought low scoring, we, we definitely said Denver opens with field goal. They yep, did. We did.
2: We, we, we said liked, the Greg we liked, Olson prop. Yep. Which
3: li- he didn't blow away. He won four to three on that one, but he won.
2: Uh, at the um the we liked Cam Newton over forty and a half yards rushing. I believe we hit that. And we liked Orange. Well, we were, we were vacillating. Between but we were or- just
3: saying, I, I said orange because that's only one of two colors you could actually it's drink.
2: Only orange or yellow It's the only two colors right. allowable, and it was orange. Right. The Gatorade did right. come in orange. Right. Yeah, so people should have been like, we're prognosticators, Ed. And and one last
3: thing. I, yeah. I actually am coming to the defense. Now, uh, Cam Newton, I told you I thought he was a douche because he smiles or he sulks. So, like, that played out. Yeah. But what's with the NFL just like... They have, like, weird pavement behind the benches where guys fall all the time. Yeah. Or the fact that they have refs that aren't full-time refs. Like, they had both press conferences or podiums, like, next to each other so they Crazy. could hear Crazy. They could hear the guy talking shit. It's insane. And that's why he stormed off. And it's like, the NFL chintzes when they are just, like, they are drowning in
2: money. Well, this is like a brand new stadium, too. Like it's not like it's right, you know it's right. like the 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 clubhouse at Wrigley Field is tiny and the and it sucks and you got to take batting practice under That's the right. stadium and all this shit. Well, yeah, because the fucking the the ballpark was built in the early 1900s, but this Levi right. Stadium it's supposedly state of the art, and there's a game there every Sunday or at least eight Sundays a year, and what. There's there's press conferences after every game. What, what's going on here that we we got to have a shared press room at the at the Super Bowl? This is crazy to me.
3: Yeah, and also like I don't I don't ever give a shit about hearing losers talk. No, like because they don't you know they usually are are bummed out. Like they don't they don't offer you like some great thing. Like maybe once a season you Never. get like a great soundbite, but overall like gives a shit like just tell the losers like fine you're not part of the trophy presentation go home we'll interview you in a few days if there's like a real follow up needed but like I don't you never get anything good out of that at least at least Cam Newton just validated reasons to dislike him
2: I agree I uh I remember that when I was a kid when they'd be like, let's go to, <clears throat> pardon me, let's go to Pat O'Brien in the loser's locker room. And it's all, you go from the champagne celebration and it's yeah, all, it's just a bummer. All it's all, hushed you know, like, tones. Yeah, they lost and they're, you know, not happy about it. Uh, okay, emails. Gents, on your Super Bowl prop bets portion of the last episode, I feel like an opportunity was missed. While both of you reveled in your lack of knowledge on Coldplay while discussing a Coldplay prop bet, you failed to source noted unabashed fanboy Jason Stewart. Were you worried it might be considered cheating? It was practically inside info. That's from Rome Show. That's a great point. I didn't think of that. It didn't occur- I didn't know that. Yeah, I knew that. I didn't it didn't occur to me that when 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 Jason worked for the Jim Rome show, it was a big deal that he was a huge that was that was like a theme of the show that he was a big Coldplay fan. If we uh-huh. needed, I can't remember the bet in question, but if we needed to know any inside info on Coldplay, we should have reached out to our boy Jason Stewart.
3: I'm really embarrassed on his behalf.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he loves
1: that band. I,
3: I think The Onion had a <laughs> a good headline. It said, uh 39-year-old Office Manager's iTunes playlist will be this year's halftime That's show. That's great.
2: That's great. <laughs> um, I will and obviously like the the halftime, it it's if you watch it, it's like really well produced. Like it's a it's a production and they do a good job of making it. It just does it just doesn't appeal to me. It's not anything that I'm interested in. But and this this Coldplay guy, he's a real douche. But he has lots of he has lots of bracelets. One of the bracelets I saw him wearing, he even had a ring tied to it. He had a, he had a bracelet with like a lot the, of causes. Yeah, he supports a lot of causes. He tapes his fingers like he's a real bag. But I saw him in like two or three different places this week, and each place he was wearing one of the sickest pair of Jordans I think I've ever seen. They were like red, white, and blue colorway Jordans that I'd never seen before. And I really, it was really driving me crazy that I found myself coveting this guy's shoes when I couldn't stand the guy.
3: Well, I can't stand Michael Jordan, so both of them can go fuck yeah, themselves. Yeah, they can go fuck themselves.
2: Good point. Uh, okay, Ed. Also, a voicemail. We were discussing... This is important, actually. We were discussing a couple weeks ago Smokey and the Bandit. I mean, <laughs> yes,
3: we did. We, I, he, was, he was going from Texar, Canada to, to Florida. Right. Or?
2: I believe I believe this came up uh because there was a something about Burt Reynolds in Fancy Pop.
3: No, no, no. I told you that I went to the Burt Reynolds oh, that, and Friends Museum, which my buddy pointed out, it has since been closed. Apparently uh, there were not enough visitors.
2: Well, you know, not,
3: not enough visitors to see the evening shade segment.
2: Well, he I think he auctioned <laughs> off all his memorabilia. He probably Yeah, so that, that had, was the music. <laughs> yeah, he probably had loaned some of his items.
3: Yeah. Here's you. my Florida State helmet. Here's the bandit's hat. Or was he Smokey? Who's – I don't oh, he's, know.
2: No, Smokey's the cop. Oh, Smokey's the Jackie cop. Yeah, Gleason. he's the bandit. bandit. All right. the hat. Uh, so, well, it's, it had been a while since we saw the movie, and we didn't really get – the whole, like, why it was such a big deal that they couldn't, like, drive Coors across state line. And we knew, you knew that they were coming from Texarkana. Well, Chuck in Texarkana reached out and he set us straight on what is going on in Smokey the Bandit. So let's have a listen.
3: Now, not wait, hang on. Not to uh, stereotype, but I, I have to think 68% of the male population in Texarkana is named Chuck.
2: That's good point. Uh, Chuck is a guy though. Chuck's a guy that you can count on.
3: And don't don't get me wrong, Chuck's a way cooler name than Ed. I just feel like that's a very Tex arcane name.
2: Like if you're picking that's sides, that's like a steady
3: guy. Like that's the guy.
2: Like if you're if you're at a bar and somebody messes with your woman and you need backup, you need a Chuck, maybe a Troy, a Tony. What you don't what you don't want to have is an Ethan. Or an Aaron, you want a, mm. you want a tough guy, and Chuck's a tough guy. That's my point. Okay,
3: All right, guy's I'm not gonna back down from shit.
2: Yeah, let's listen to Chuck in Texarkana.
1: Brian, Fancy, Ed, uh, Chuck. I'm in East Texas. I'm actually in Texarkana. I wanted to respond to the uh, the uh, Reynolds Museum, where Ed got the uh, Koozie and the Smoky and the Bandit issue. Apparently. Coors beer back in the day, uh, would, could only be trucked a day's drive from Golden, Colorado as it was not pasteurized. So original Coors beer was some sort of, you know, holy grail or some sort of delicacy to be had. So Burt Reynolds, uh, took a bet from big and little Enos Burnett to get a truckload of Coors for, uh, the winner of the Atlanta 400. Um, the worst part about me knowing all this, I live in Texarkana, and I have to put up with the annual bandit drive-in from the the Trans Am Club of of Dallas or what have you. So, uh, you know, while it's a good show, um, I mean, it's not the godfather or anything, but uh, the history of Coors Beer, uh, after it became pasteurized and available everywhere, uh, it sucks, and Tourist Live sucks as well. Thanks for your show. Thanks for all you do. Uh, Chuck, signing off. Thank you, Bob.
2: Ed, Chuck in East Texas coming through for us there.
1: Yeah, I love that kind of stuff. I
3: love clarifications. Yeah, a little history lesson. I like it.
2: I mean, Um, I'm way too lazy. First of all, I never would have looked that up. Secondly, I never... Who knows when the next time... You know, I haven't seen... Smoking the Bandit since I was ten. I don't you know, I'm probably not gonna watch it anytime soon, maybe never again. You know,
3: the- I actually saw it like about five, six years ago. I had one of those flights where you could choose movies oh, and you that. know and like in the seat in front of you and they also had classics and it was like it was like Oscar winners and Smokey and the <laughs> Bandit. Like there were <laughs> those were the <laughs> classic movies. And I was like, mm, you know what, I haven't seen this since I was a little kid and I watched it. It, it was entertaining. Yeah. For an airplane, yeah. you're you're enjoying it still.
2: I, but I will take issue. I mean, I appreciate that Tuck that Chuck says that uh, that Coors Light's Coors sucks and so does Coors Light and I will agree Coors Light is a terrible beer. But if I'm drinking a shit lager, like if you have me over to your barbecue and you I'm like,
3: not yeah, I you you actually turned me onto this like two years ago. Because I just assumed everything under that umbrella was shit.
2: Yeah. If you have me over to your barbecue and it's summer afternoon and you're grilling burgers and dogs in the backyard and you're like, hey, there's some beers over there in that cooler. Go crack it. And I go crack that cooler and there's some ice cold original Coors in that cooler. I'm not yeah. going to be bummed. I'm going to be pretty happy about it because, as far as like shitty American loggers go, it's one of the best ones. I I, uh, I enjoy. Yeah, it's original course.
3: It's a perfectly fine, uh, ch- like cheap logger. Yeah, like I'm, if, I'm right if you're
2: it. on the golf course and you go and you stop the cart girl and you ask her for a six pack of original course like I'm gonna be wanting one of those. I'm 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 in on original course. Uh, okay, Ed, what is going on? Let's talk some sports. Is Marshawn Lynch retiring or what? Uh, so, yes.
3: He, he announced, and it was it was probably one of the cooler retirements of all time, aside from the fact that he put an emoji on there. Oh, that's,
2: um, that's ir- I think he put a couple emojis on there.
3: I thought he just did the peace symbol. The fingers, peace. But it was pretty cool. He just showed a pair of hanging up cleats, and that was how he retired. Like, that's it. I'm out. He hung
2: up his cleats.
3: Love that guy. Uh, but, uh and and th- i was also thinking the worst retirement ever was mike schmidt that guy just <laughs> cried like a bitch he was like oh boy who wanted to become a
2: baseball yes. player
3: was just, he was just a puddle for like 25 minutes. Snot
2: was, like- was dripping into that gin yeah. stash of his. He had that 80s haircut. It was always a little awkward in the 80s when you saw baseball players without their cap on. I'm, I happened to meet Steve Yeager one time, and he looked oh. like a fucking serial killer with those glasses. The, the <laughs> 80s hairstyles were so bad. They were all poofed up in the front. And uh, Mike Schmidt crying without his cap on is a, a good personification <laughs> of that.
3: And also it's like, hey, asshole, you're batting 168. There's a reason why you're retiring right. in May. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> anyway, yeah. it was revealed this week uh, that Marshawn Lynch hasn't spent a dime of the $50 million he has earned over the course of his career. Right. According to Yahoo Finance, 29-year-old Beast Mode has lived solely off his $5 million per year endorsements with Nike, Pepsi, Skittles, Progressive, and Activision, which has sent everyone in a tizzy. Brian, I know it would be tough, but if you had to do it, could you live off of five million dollars a year?
2: I don't think I don't I just <laughs> it's so impressive how Marshawn Lynch has scraped by all these years on only five million dollars.
3: I mean, I saw so much action, like, oh my god, this guy is amazing. No, it it's it's very smart to realize that you can live off of just the endorsements, but sure. like Jesus I mean, the guy is like about to be given a, a an additional trophy for only living off of five million know, a year. I know.
2: Well, Ed, despite the fact that he plays for Seattle, and I- I'm like you, I, lo- I love Marshawn Lynch. Right.
3: I hate that franchise. I fucking love. Yeah. Marshawn Lynch.
2: I love that he's from Oakland. I love that he went best, to Berkeley. Best,
3: best run ever. That I've ever seen in NFL history. I
2: you were on the same page. I just just before we started recording, I posted uh, that run with Marshawn Lynch's commentary on our Facebook page. Homie Dick, because he he single handedly destroyed the New Orleans Saints franchise. They've never recovered from that run. And
3: one of, one of those stiff arms seemed egregious. Like one of them was just <laughs> just to throw someone into the ground. It was the
2: second one.
3: <laughs> he, he didn't need it. He just he just wanted to demoralize. Just one more guy.
2: He broke so many tackles. It looked like he was playing like against a peewee team. He was. He, yeah. he blew them It's like if up. you, you he,
3: ever imagine, like, well, what if I could play against peewee? Yes. Like, what would it be like? That's it. That's it. just throwing people down. And he
2: did it like he he like juked guys. He stiff armed guys. He blew guys up. He he did a spin move. Like he did every single thing you could do. To, to beat a guy, and he beat the Saints into oblivion. He's he's one of my favorite running backs. Uh, I, I love everything about him. I love it when he grabs his dick. I love it when he blows people up. I love that he puts a velvet rope around his Lamborghini when he parks it on the street. I know. It's <laughs> there, all, all great moves. It's all great, but... Ed, as much as I love this guy, there's no way that he hasn't spent any of his NFL money. Well, he
3: owns a Lambo.
2: (laughs) He owns a Lambo. And maybe he's managed his money well, and maybe he's made some good investments but he wasn't like a Madison Avenue darling when he was running people over with his Porsche Cayenne in Buffalo. Like, the, the, he had to get to a Super Bowl before Skittles was interested in what he was doing, and I'm sure he maybe got the, a little bit from Nike all throughout, but he didn't. He wasn't getting video game counter, money.
3: The counterpoint, he's a first-round draft pick. I'm yeah. sure he got, like, some initial right. EA sports money, and I bet on $65,000 a year in Buffalo, New York, you could you, live you could live better than Henry the Eighth in <laughs> in you know sixteenth century England.
2: Great point. That's a great point. I I mean I, Buffalo? Yeah. there's I, I, no
3: way you can spend a hundred thousand in that that town.
2: I didn't realize he's only twenty nine. I mean, he's smart on many levels. Yeah. He's And I heard
3: I, I remember reading like a sports illustrated, you know, uh story on him. That like he's got like business ventures. Like he's yeah. he's one of those NFL players that you're gonna be looking at like fifteen years from now. Like he he actually is is on it.
2: Well yeah, the whole the whole beast mode thing and his whole shtick of not talking to the press to sort of drum up more interest in himself and be a and little bit more. And he also like he
3: he drummed up interest in himself while not having to talk to Assholes like right. you know, Collins and uh, Collinsworth and uh, Costas.
2: But he'd still do like the like the time he went on Conan with Grunkowski and played yeah, Mortal Kombat. I mean, just so funny. He's he's a cool dude and I I for his sake, NFL's a rough game. He's twenty nine years old, he's got all his money. I hope he doesn't get because people are gonna not want him to retire. He's still a very viable player and any oh, team would I be mean, better with him every, on it.
3: Yeah, every team would kill to have him on.
2: So let's not let's let's stay retired. Marshawn, if you're retired, let's stay retired because you're the man.
3: Whereas whereas Ray Rice right. you know, is still saying, Hey, just because I hit my wife, I can't I can't get a second chance. Like, no, it was like the three point four yards per carry right. that you can't get a second That's chance. That's exactly like, what it was. Come on.
2: <laughs> okay, uh, Ed. What's happening at Bass Pro Shop? Well, here, here's an
3: interesting story. Uh, this Wednesday at 3 p.m. in Clarksville, Indiana, a man was waiting for a greeter at Bass Pro Shop to check his firearm when he accidentally discharged his weapon into his foot. Now, Brian, the report says no one else was hurt, but my question is this. Considering the other man was identified as a Clarksville, Indiana, Bass Pro Shop greeter, are we sure he wasn't trying to get someone to put him out of his misery?
2: <laughs> Great point. I like that he's like, he needs his gun so bad in the Bass Pro Shop right. that he has to. I need, he I need
3: to, to go pick up some hunting equipment. Yeah. But, but I also need to bring some hunting equipment with me.
2: I, I know. And I don't want to, I don't even want to say this, Ed, because yeah. one, I had long announced, even on this program, I think. It had been long, a, a, a long-running story for me, a through line in my life, that one of the worst things ever would be breaking both of your arms, because uh-huh. then you can do things for yourself. And then
3: careful what you say next, because right, you, you, might, be, you might be cursed.
2: Lo and behold, I broke both my arms. But the other worst thing would be to accidentally shoot off... or have one of your... T- specifically your big toe severed... because I wear flip-flops nearly every day... Oh, I mean I I, I, I mean, don't... I, I, not a day goes by that I don't have flip-flops on... and in the summer... and you know that the summer here in Southern California... is like nine months of the year... I'm wearing flip-flops always... and if I didn't have my big toe... I would have to switch to like those soccer sandals that you like slide your feet in, and uh, I mean, imagine like someone would see me in public wearing those type of that type of footwear. Well
3: you could wear you could wear shoes, sneakers. I mean, you I wear, wear sneakers
2: once in a while, but mostly uh, I mostly wear flip flops.
3: Guess guess when the last time I wore flip flops? Like really? Like I am I'm thirty nine years old. When was the last time
2: at that? I, uh, I, at that when you're at that whorehouse in Bangkok?
3: Nope. Uh I would guess the last time I wore flip flops it was either when I was eight or nine years old. What? Yeah, I I promise you, there's there's not like about, a picture that will leak. Like I've never I've like I, I don't want shit between my toes. <laughs> like I don't I don't know. What about no when you flip-flops. take the not fa- now, not ever. I, well,
2: now we know. It's been determined that you hate the sun. You don't your Irish skin does not like sun. I hate the sun. feet.
3: I hate feet, too. I don't like seeing also, other people's feet. I hate
2: feet. But what about in the summertime when you take the fam down the shore? Everybody, everybody in Jersey, this is a rite of passage in Jersey, everybody goes yeah, down I the shore. I get forced
3: into it. I get browbeaten into it like once or twice a summer.
2: Yeah, and then you go down the shore. You put some flip-flops on your feet because you can't. No. You're walking in the sand. Like what do you, I
3: wear fucking sneakers until I get to the sand, and then I walk in the, bare feet in the in sand. In the hot-ass
2: sand. Yeah,
3: if I have to pick up the pace, or maybe when I'm walking to my spot, I wear the sneakers until I get to the spot, and then I take them off. But like, no fucking flip flops. Yes.
2: I don't want shit between my toes. You don't, you don't own any flip flops. I
3: did there, no. There are no flip flops no. in my possession. Zero. No.
2: What if you have to run down like you're in your high rise apartment, and you have to run down to the lobby? Like you get a package delivered to the lobby, and you got to just run down there real quick.
3: Did it today. You know what I wear? Sneakers. My sneakers that are untied. Like, I can I can make it without, like, tying back my sneakers. Right. I can just kind of shuffle. You
2: slide your feet in there and off you go. Yeah. Okay. But no,
3: there's, a, there's no scenario where I'm going to be wearing sneak, uh, flip-flops. Well, never.
2: Uh, at least you're true to who you are. I, Ed, I will say this. I've never been to a Bass Pro Shop. But no, it seems was. to me that that is the kind of place where someone is prone to shoot off his own toe. <laughs> Might hang out.
3: um the uh, the great uh do you remember the the when Anthony Hardaway was on Memphis State and they were like really good, they played in the pyramid, and they used to have like NCAA tournament games yeah. there. yeah, this giant like enormous structure, and it looks like a pyramid. it's on the uh, it's on the uh I guess what was that the Mississippi River, right And yes. uh, that has been made into a giant Brett Bass Pro shops now.: You're kidding me? <laughs> no, like an entire arena. Like that must, the business must be booming for that thing. So
2: Bass Pro, it's like Walmart, but it's just like camping and fishing and hunting, and hunting. items. I mean, it
3: has to be guns, right?
2: And guns, right. But there, see, that's, I live in Southern California. There's not any, kind that like those kind of people aren't around here. Well, same here. I've never, I've never even been yeah. to a Walmart in yeah. my life. Like, yeah.
3: yeah, Like there's not, it just doesn't exist around here, but. That that's got to be a, a thing.
2: Yeah. No. I I get it. And <clears throat> we've to, we've talked on this show before about issues we've had with our bowels. Mm. I code brown. I, I even mentioned <clears throat> the time that I was. Fl- well, it's happened to me a couple times, and I've mentioned, I've described in detail on the show both times that I've vomited. In my seat in an airplane. <laughs> oh, that's right. You booted right into a bag. Into a bag twice. And I've also, and this is this is not something you want to have happen, but sometimes you're not feeling your best, and you're on an airplane, and you have to evacuate yourself.
3: I'm undefeated, by the way.
2: You've never You've never shit on a plane?
3: Not once. And I gotta tell you, one time it was touch and go. Yeah. I was taking a direct from Newark yeah. to Hong Kong. Oh, that's far. That's uh, it definitely has a two handle in the time. Yeah. yeah. And I mistakenly got like fast food at the airport oh, no. right before. Yeah. And I was I was definitely percolating like around the arctic circle. Yeah. But you know how sometimes you can just just say like all right, we're going to we're going to work through this and then I went back to sleep. Yeah and i made it through. That was my closest. And then i went to that Hong Kong airport and as you would imagine oh,
2: gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Better than my own like, bathroom. Yeah, it's probably like made out of gold and it's all yeah. futuristic and shit. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I well luckily, I'm like the Joe Dimaggio of not being able to shit when you travel. Yeah. I just I don't it's just something happens and i just can't i don't have to. And you know, it's pretty annoying cuz that, you know, if you if you're away for a while, you really want to Right, if you're so away fun. for a
3: while, but it, it is a It is a talent at the same time. Yeah.
2: But uh there have there has been a couple times when I've been so hungover on a, on a transcontinental flight that I've had to had to go in there and and evacuate myself and but I will say this, Ed. I've never shit so badly on a plane that the pilot had to turn it around and return to the airport. <laughs> because recently a, a british airways flight was forced to turn around and land wow because somebody destroyed the bathroom to such an extent that it was rendered useless and Ed, this is this wasn't like a a slow just a short hopper this was a, a british airways flight from heathrow <laughs> to dubai wow and there's more than one, but there has to be some rule. Like there's, they need like so many, because there's more than one toilet. There's probably four toilets at least. It was, oh, it was I it mean, was that's a, a, no, seven forty-seven. It probably had. Yeah, that's a
3: big enough. Yeah, that's that's an eight toilet. Yeah, ten toilet. Yeah, there,
2: there's probably plenty. But for whatever reason, whatever happened in this one lavatory, destroyed it to such an extent. <laughs> that 30 minutes into the seven-hour flight, the captain... 30 minutes? Yeah. That means this guy could have gone
3: in the... Uh, and it was a guy, for sure. Oh, of course. Um, but he could have gone in the airport.
2: There's two... There's, there's only two culprits here. Two possible culprits. A a man or a child. That's no, the,
3: child can... I, I mean, child... Children can be disgusting. They can do disgusting things. But they cannot well, ruin okay. something. This oh, is a mind. dude... It's the Dubai flight. Yeah. Dude had too much lamb. Yeah. In London. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah, too, went to went to one of those sketchy kebab, kebab places.
2: Yep. Or one of those those, you know, where they have the meat twirling on the thing with the blowtorch on the side. Yeah. And, yeah. The, the sl- doner
3: donair kebab.
2: Yeah, they slice the slice the bits of meat. Or off. it's
3: like a hardcore Brit who went like big at like a dicey pub, yeah. and got the bangers and mash, bangers and, and the mash. bangers and mash are just not agreeing.
2: Basically, and you know, thirty minutes in, that's just after they've turned off the fastened seatbelts. So he was, he was, he was white knuckling in his seat, and <laughs> as soon, bang, as soon, he was just waiting, just staring it down, waiting for that light to turn off, so he could bounce straight in that toilet, yeah, and. Uh, just yeah, the a, drink card isn't even up. No, yet. not even close. The a, a passenger tweeted, "Insane! Our British Airways flight to Dubai returned back to Heathrow because of a smelly poo in the toilet. <laughs> Fifteen hours until next flight." hashtag British Airways quote The pilot made an announcement requesting senior cabin crew, and we knew something was a bit odd. He said. About ten minutes later, he said. You, have, you may have noticed there's quite a pungent smell coming from one of the toilets. He said it was liquid fecal excrement. Those are the words he used. Wow. Ed.
3: <laughs> this is insane. Yes. Go on with you
2: I'm perplexed here because my money was not on liquid fecal excrement being the culprit here. I...
3: I figured... Yeah, I figured, well... Maybe a spray job on the on the wall? Right.
2: Well, originally, I hear a shit brings down a passenger jet, and I'm thinking solid, like it somehow disabled the vacuum flush, or it's just, just too much of something just too, in
3: there. Yeah, like the guy did a double order of kebab.
2: Right, but it wasn't, Ed, it wasn't the function of the toilet, but instead the overall condition of the lavatory. Ed, I need to know. Did someone on this flight spackle the <laughs> lavatory ceiling with trouser mud? <laughs> It's, it is it
3: is so disgusting to think about that, like, they couldn't... And the fact that they called in the senior member, that means, like, the junior members couldn't get it down. Because you know, the, like, the grizzled flight attendant has been through it all. And they're like, yeah, yeah. I, I'll let the junior... So that was, you know, like, three people couldn't get it down. They had to huddle up the up. crew. But each crew... I mean, you know how, like, w- w- after 9-11, we realized we needed air marshals? <laughs>
2: That's right. Yes.
3: Every, every crew should have, like, the equivalent of the wolf from Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. There's, there needs to be a fixer. This I mean, a half hour in, you, th- th- there has to be people
2: with solutions. Well, it's got to be, like, uh, here's the thing. Like, if it was the toilet itself... I know. I've spent time on boats, and I know that on boats, somewhere there exists a stick. And if that, if something's happening with that toilet, somebody can crack it open, and they go get a stick, and they push whatever it's in down to where it goes in the yeah. tank.
3: But liquid. But, I, I think they went hovercraft method, yeah. and then did a yeah. spray job.
2: Spray job, and just, just whatever it was, was just so... They couldn't just tape off the bathroom and say, out of service, because that recycled air was blowing just tiny particles. People were breathing in the particles.
3: Yeah, and I bet that white noise they pipe into the the airplane, like, that wasn't covering the noises coming out of that bathroom. No, no,
2: I get Oh, yeah, for sure, whoever did it, whoever dealt it. This
3: was like a a Lloyd Christmas Dumb and Dumber job.
2: Everybody on the plane knew exactly what happened. (laughs) ed there's yeah. you hear these stories about these contract murder stories i don't know about you you're a married guy i'm i'm a guy that's in a relationship and my significant other she likes to throw on this show it's called dateline and on date's It's it's all is that
3: different from to catch a predator, or is that where it appears? Yeah, it's
2: different. Well, to catch a predator is
3: I thought that was a segment of Dateline. It was
2: originally, it was originally, but now, much like to catch a predator becoming just a show about them catching pedophiles, Dateline is exclusively a show about spouse murder, dead spouse, (laughs) right? And guess what? The husband did it. Oh,
3: yeah, 100% of and the time. And this
2: is me when that show comes on. The husband did it. The, hey, he did it. He, the husband did it. It was the husband. Right. Sometimes it was the wife, though. Uh, well, Ed...
3: Yeah, as as Chris Rock said in one of his famous OJ thing, he's like, oh, there's a reason. It's just just don't do it. But, like, there's, there's always a reason.
2: Yeah, well, of course. Yeah, everybody's got a reason. Well, just don't do it. Ed, Noella Recundo of... Australia.
3: Australia? That doesn't sound very Australian. I think she's
2: of African origin. Actually, I know she is. Because recently, she surprised her husband by showing up to her own funeral. (laughs) Surprise, I'm still alive, she said, to the, I'm sure, shock of the man that had Only a few days before. (laughs) Yeah, minor minor surprise. Paid contract killers (laughs) in Africa to rub the wife out. But apparently they were not successful. They they double-crossed the husband. They took his money. They allowed the woman to live and head back to her home in Melbourne.
3: I mean, call me old-fashioned. Yeah. But I expect contract killers to stick to their word,
2: right? Right. Like you give a guy seven thousand Australian dollars, you're <laughs> expecting a dead wife. Yeah, exactly.
3: Don't blow it all on Fosters and Mar and, uh, and Vegemite.
2: Yes. Also, these. This is what, like, in the Congo or somewhere that this happened. The the contract they do not respect women there. The contract killers told her, "quote We just want you to go back." To tell other stupid women like you what happened, like
3: what? They, so they were they were they were trying to send a, uh, a lesson. Yeah,
2: they're like be more be more mindful of your husband, <laughs> or you. And then she got back.
3: The she, more you know, the more you know. Stars come over their heads when they tell her this.
2: They she got back. She ambushes the husband, and now she's getting death threats from other African people in Australia for somehow disrespecting her husband. But I will say this. Ed. Yes. On a scale of 1 to 10, I need to know how bad was this husband at contract murder? Yeah. He he's he's he's
3: like a negative 10.
2: Right. You really you need what you need is to find a Chuck or a Tony.
3: Yes. And and think about if you were paying you're paying to have someone killed. Yeah. There there's 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 only a couple details that you need to make sure. Like, you, if I were paying to have my wife killed, it, I would need a few... I would need to go through the game plan, like, over and over again. Like, okay,
2: yeah. just
3: tell me again. What, what are you going to do? What's the method? And then, the flip side is you're paying people. And the type of people you would pay to kill, probably not the best dudes in the world. No. Not going to stick to the word. You want to kill somebody... What is the vacation activity you're gonna want to do?
2: You go on a cruise, of course. Exactly.
3: Exactly. Because you could potentially say, hey, they went missing one night, or just stay on a cruise and like I I don't know. I I don't know the numbers, but I think at this point, like forty-five percent of the people who go on cruises now die for some reason or another.
2: We've discussed the cruise eventualities and number one and two on the eventualities of all cruises is a Spouse murder. Right. And two, right. murder by stranger. Right. Or,
3: or C. Yes. Toilets overflow. You, you die of dysentery. Right.
2: That's on there, too. <laughs> contraction of unknown four, illness. Four fo- size, Followed closely by contraction of known illness.
3: Drun- or, you know, five drunken captain. Right. We've had a Run lot of drunken captains. That's not even wait, on
2: the wait. list, but yes, that's one as well
3: or 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 f uh what what was the thing uh, recently there was an elevator that crushed a few <laughs> employees to that like
2: yes it was there was <laughs> an there was an electrician video,
3: there was a video of blood yes. pouring from the elevator banks <laughs> on the cruise like don't go on a cruise if we can if we can give anyone any advice from the show yes. it's that never cruise don't ever go on a cruise never, never. cruise
2: and don't listen to you'll that guy probably, <laughs> That, because
3: cruises are two men enter one man leaves that's right hey, like it's that's you're going to die
2: don't listen to that shithead at your office that's like oh me and Marianne had the best time <laughs> we went to we went to Turks and Caicos and yeah. St. Thomas and it was we
3: got f- to have dinner with the
2: captain the food oh <laughs> but the the lobster buffet best I've ever seen you would love you would have so much fun no I'm not going on any cruises okay Ed it is time yeah our very own pop culture Let's correspondent ed i'm sure your beautiful wife michelle is keeping you abreast of all the happenings on the bachelor the bachelor is getting good as fuck and i will say this this bachelor real boring but he's got he's got the best choices like he's narrowing it down to maybe the three hottest.
3: You you've mentioned in the past. This is a very attractive career Yes, right? he's
2: got a he's got a strong strong team, and he's whittling them down not a little too slowly for me. But he's whittling them down to a place where he will have three very very attractive fantasy suite dates. Uh, but let's let's talk about everything that's going on in the world of pop cor- culture, of course. We are joined now by our very own Fancy Sauce. How you doing, Fancy?
4: Hey Kate. Hi. Hey guys, my seat's very tall today. Yeah,
2: it is. We got we got a little bit of a different setup. Why don't you pull that pull the I whole, have to
4: adjust my mic
1: yeah, Pull that
2: whole mic stand a little bit closer to you. Yeah, and then the adjustment is
1: here.
2: Doing a bit higher.
4: Yeah, let's get perfect.
2: Okay. Yep. All right, we're in it.
3: Hey, by the by the way, <clears throat> yep. I I've mentioned in the past, I get these weird Skype requests. We we do the show over Skype. Oh, yeah, yes. Colonel you Hamm. know how you like get things that pop up, and I've gotten "sexy kitty sixteen I 16. Get Colonel Hand, Ms. Tina. Yeah, I got someone just now that says "lid butter." That that doesn't oh, sound lid very butter. That sounds like a that sounds that a sounds b- like, a lubricant yeah that sounds gross though yes. like that doesn't sound I would
4: definitely accept that request yeah. but if
3: you're if you're if you're picking your porn butter. your porn moniker your your prostitution moniker lid butter
2: yeah i would go I would go with it's pretty gross like if i was if I was trolling for sex mates on um on skype instead of lid butter, I would go with Brian's brine. that's like my own that's like my own lid butter okay before we get into fancy pop we have some life coaching to do oh this is this is from our buddy Juan I just learned via text from an acquaintance that a high school classmate of mine died from a meth overdose I was a little confused that I hadn't heard already so I went to check his FB page and sure enough dead I then remember that I unfollowed him because he used to post a lot of annoying Illuminati truther material. His feed... Uh. I, I have so many people like that <laughs> on, on Facebook.
3: I know. I th- there's <laughs> scores of
2: people. That have- All the conspiracies.
4: I would immediately unfriend someone o- that did that. Of
2: course. His feed currently contains many hilarious attempts at people trying to cast his life in a positive light. Many middle school age pictures are on there and whatnot. This leads me to the to the advice question: Do I a, refollow him so I can continue to be mildly entertained by the self-aggrandizing R.I.P. crowd that's circling his page? Mm-hmm. B. Continue to unfollow him just in case he was onto something and was off by the Illuminati slash chemtrail, and I don't want to alert the higher order of my presence. <laughs> C. Unfriend him now because having a retired meth junkie friend as a, as a friend on FB is not good for the look. Thanks and glad I can count on you. That's from Juan Largo. <laughs> this is an excellent email. Is
4: he unfriended or just unfollowed him?
2: I I, I think he's unfriended, and now he wants to refriend. Or he wants to know if he should refriend so he can
3: check. How
4: can you unfriend him now if you've already? Not friends with him anymore.
3: Yeah, I don't think he's going to accept your friend request. <laughs> That's
2: a good point. Well, some, maybe his mom. <laughs> That's true. His mom. <laughs> good point, Ed. His mom is probably running the page or something. It's like, um, how, it's become a memorial
3: page.
4: How entertaining can those RIP comments really be? Let's be honest here.
3: Well, I mean, yeah. it, you know, the fact that people are idiots and you want to you know ignore them and everything. But, like, ultimately, he did kill himself. Yes, accidentally, yeah. and like, it's just kind of a bummer. Oh, I think, come on. I think, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I I get laughing at the you know the the over the top RAP, But like, I think at that point you just move on and get the fuck. I mean,
2: away from- he was one of those annoying Illuminati chemtrail people. Yeah, annoying people. But I'm saying, like,
3: it it to me, it would just aggravate me more to see somebody glorified. It just you know it was just a an idiot with a with a, I have a drug confession. problem
2: yeah you,
3: uh, you
4: believe uh, in re- the
2: Illuminati? i don
4: 't really know what chemtrails are
2: well it's, it's those it's the it's the, like the planes yeah it 's the jet vapor in the so- in the sky from when a plane goes by
4: uh
2: uh-huh. people and i 'm sure you 're within the sound of my voice and if if there 's any chemtrail truthers out there that are listening to me right now, and I know there are there's no there 's no fucking government. <laughs> Plot to for mind control that is that that the is,
4: exhaust from planes. That, well, it no, contains chemicals. They put
2: no. They put they, they have the oh, planes us. spray and it controls our brains. If the if government wanted to control our brains, they would just put it in the fucking food supply, okay, fun, retards. Funny this, water supply. Water supply. putting exactly. put fucking now. fluoride in the
3: water. Yes. They I, could I got a ride some...
4: home from my mechanic yesterday uh, oh no
2: oh no he might listen to this yes
4: and he said something about chemtrails, chemtrails. oh shit i know what he's talking about this is about. the first he'd heard of it yeah, it okay,
3: was okay. So you he, should check your car for. Yes. He your randomly started telling
4: me how one of his friends um, yeah. had three days to live from cancer, uh-huh. and then I was like, um, I was like, I made some comment. I mean, it was uncomfortable. I had ten minutes of conversation, small talk to make, and I said something like, "That
3: seems like an appropriate time to bring up." I was like, uh, I said something. It was so weird. I said
4: something like, "Yeah, one day they're gonna find out that all the shit they put in our food." Is making us really
2: sick yeah. and he's like yeah that and the chemtrails oh, or oh no <laughs> I was oh, just like no I just was oh like, no I got really
4: uncomfortable because <laughs> I was like I think that's something weird but I don't want to get into it uh,
2: yes you know. yeah don't, don't engage chemtrail people
4: sorry uh, about your method Juan friend.
2: Juan I say you you opt for option B continue to unfollow him just in case there is an actual Illuminati out there yes, that's, that's good po- true that, good point not true, but also like Give, set yourself a Google alert and do like maybe around lunchtime every day or maybe you have your little coffee break in the morning or just give yourself some time every day and go look at his page and look at the dipshits that are that are posting
3: and, RIP messages. And by the way, one thing that annoys me about obituaries. Yeah. I hate that they don't give the cause of death mm, sometimes. Yeah, you You know do. he died of a meth overdose because of someone you know in common yeah. or something. But like – it's frustrating when you hear like, oh, so-and-so died and they were 34. Yeah. And you're like, well, what happened? You never find out.
2: You know, I've, this, is, this has bugged me because a few people uh, I'm casually acquainted with have died in, over the last few years. And I've checked their Facebook like because they're young people and I want a heads up on like what, how they kicked right. off. And nobody's right. really very forthcoming with that info. And that's kind of bullshit. And,
3: and it could help. Right, if it's yeah. if it's suicide, you could say get help. If it's some sort of cancer right. or something or a you know, behavioral thing, like hey, watch out for this. But like we just don't we don't get. Or, sometimes it happens with celebrities. Yes, agree. Like when somebody dies and a celebrity and they're you know fifty nine, they're like natural causes. It's like well, no, no, One no, dies somebody, of natural causes. Give give me an answer. Fifty nine year olds don't die of natural causes. Speaking
2: of that, and we're gonna get into fancy pop momentarily. Zsa Zsa Gabor. Just this week, turned ninety nine. Ed, they take they take off another limb. I read she's. I read she's going in for an undisclosed surgery. You can, I, <laughs> she's she's
3: Arthur Digby Sellers, I've got, right?
2: I've got her getting to a hundred. No, we can't be doing surgeries. That's that's very hard on the body of an old person.
3: Rip Abe. I'm still, yes, I, I'm still
4: I don't believe she's alive. That's I think she's being propped
2: she, up. She just turned 99. Okay, Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? Oh, excellent, excellent email, by the way. We are life coaches here. Any life coaching questions, that was a perfect one right there. Yeah, any,
3: glad, glad we could have fixed your life there. Right, any
2: Definitely. any kind of questions you have along those lines, any kind of sex and relationship, any kind of uh, social media
3: and also back back to the yeah. cam trails thing. Like a reminder, anyone who believes in conspiracies, yes, there are none.
2: <laughs> no, no, that's exactly. You're that's a exactly right. you, Yeah, you're a dipshit. Uh, okay, Kate, what is going on in the
4: world of pop culture? All right. So there was even more destruction in Tarantino's bloody western, The Hateful Eight, than anyone thought. Apparently, a priceless hundred and forty five year old guitar on loan from Pennsylvania's. Martin Guitar Museum was accidentally smashed to bits by Kurt Russell during filming. There was apparently, there was like eight replicas and the real one was supposed to be switched out before he smashed it, but apparently Kurt didn't get that memo. So in that scene where he grabs the guitar from Jennifer Jason Leigh and smashes it up, that was a precious
2: guitar. Priceless. Priceless.
3: You know who is to blame here? The people who lended the guitar. Of course. If it was if it was priceless, <laughs> yeah. then say, Hey, you're a big Hollywood shaker, like make a fucking replica. Right. Because if, if if anyone notices it's not the original in, That's what in I don't some get. movie. Like who would know? Well then they're a huge nerd and fuck them. What, what, but like,
2: just make replicas. They, you have Hollywood money. Why, I don't get that either. Why did they make eight replicas? The the guitar is in one scene in the
4: movie for about Two minutes. Because they probably might have just, needed to film that smashing scene just, a few times.
2: Just use the replicas. You don't need the actual guitar. No one's ever gonna notice that.
4: That's what we're saying. And why? if they do why if they're blown a huge it in loser. The yeah,
2: yes, and if you do, you're a huge loser. It's right. not like easy e wearing a white Sox hat in nineteen eighty-six when everybody right. knows that the White Sox didn't adopt that logo logo till nineteen ninety-one. Right. Now that's something right. that normal people would notice. This right. guitar is some nerd shit.
3: yeah, i I think it was justified. They should definitely yeah. smash any priceless things on movie sets because if it's priceless,
2: keep well, it in the yeah. fucking you know glass case yeah. here's Here's my Honus Wagner baseball card here's here's hey yeah, why don't you borrow my elephant man's skeleton
3: right if if Kurt Russell at the rap party. Crash some sort of museum and smash it to bits. You'd be like, "Wow, that was that was a bit off." Yes, but like, no, they gave it to him. So them.
2: stupid it's for insane. a violent movie.
3: I I've I've watched all of Tarantino's movies. I don't remember one movie where like there's not violence. No. Like you put it on the set, it might get smashed. Yeah, I
4: think we're all in yes. agreement here that yeah. this was stupid. Right, a stupid thing to do. Like
2: in Reservoir Dogs, like they use when when Mister Blonde cuts off that cop's ear. They right. didn't use his actual ear. They used a prosthetic ear.
4: <laughs> well, that would have been good.
2: Right. Because the
3: guy didn't say, you hey, know what? Make a, re- a replica of my ear. That would have been a lot more realistic. If you realistic. cut this one off, yeah, I'm you know, sorry, it's a mistake. Yeah. But like, you know, one or the other.
2: Oh, uh, Michael. What's his name? Michael Madsen. Oh, is, oh I was like, you talking oh. about
3: the actor who got his ear cut off. I was no, like, no, ah, no, I'm pretty no, sure that, that was his last Michael movie. Madsen's
2: not standing there holding. What do you mean? Oh, this is his actual ear? I thought oh, it was off. Cu- I thought, I was off I thought you were going
3: to give me a replica. Sorry, I cut off his real ear. Unbelievable. Okay, Kate.
4: Apparently, Tarantino yes. was excited because the reaction on Jennifer Jason Lee's face right. was very right. authentic while she watched yeah, much, the wrong guitar get much smashed. Like, like bits. when
2: Hans Gruber, R.I.P., <laughs> Alan Rickman, when, oh,
3: I yeah. Uh, I just read that. When Hans story Gruber recently.
2: fell off the building in at the end of Die Hard, the look of shock on his face was actually real because they dropped him before they said they yeah, were going to drop him
3: on the ca- on the count of three, and they go well, three and just let him yeah, go. Yeah,
2: yeah, love it. Okay, what else is going on, Cato?
4: Um, keeping up with the Kardashians, um, regular cast sort of member, Kim Kardashian's best friend, Jonathan Shaban apparently is opening a school to teach rich kids about, quote, private aviation, social media, quality of diamonds, types of caviar, social stuff you need to know to survive in a city like this with a lot of money in New York.
3: Well, what's the, the – the class is is uh, – I'm assuming this is postgraduate <laughs> studies. Right. But,
4: um, it, this but, elite like, what, academy called the International School of New York – will be housed in Trump Tower, of course. And is one told- of them... Did you say flying your own plane?
2: <laughs> no, private... Like, private aviation. Like, you no. Know, let me finish. Siobhan, types of private planes. Siobhan
4: told New York Magazine of his vital new mission to educate youths about the crucial tenets of celebrity culture. If you're buying a diamond, you need to know the clarity. And if you're buying a private jet, you need to know the different leathers and seats. All basically be... The dean of pop culture at the school, Shabon says. This guy. Oh, says. if
3: you're if you're buying the jet.
2: right, this guy. Oh says. yeah, so it's like a, it's like a, a misman. It's like a finishing school for assholes.
3: <laughs> yeah, it seems seems very useful. Like they they should have lots uh, of people so signing great. Up. you,
2: Ed. So Ed, great. You live in New York. You should send the Daily Children to this school. Like they're gonna need well, to know. I feel like you'll are. need
4: to sign them up now. Yeah, they're it's gonna, like preschool when they're still just. Yeah, again. well,
2: they're gonna need to know their caviars.
3: Remember, the first rule I'm going to teach them about aviation is no small planes, right. not now, not ever, that's, because that's that's how they all die.
4: Right. That's true. R.I.P. John good, Denver. Good advice.
3: Uh, R.I.P. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Valens.
2: Steve Fawcett.
3: Big Bopper. Yeah. <laughs> He loved and wasn't uh, what's what's uh, what's uh, uh, I don't know. There's uh, Skinnerd. Yeah, Skinnerd. That, that was that was like a nine person plane
2: or eight yeah. person plane. Yeah, no small planes. That's actually great great advice. J,
3: JFK Junior. I have a feeling it had nothing to do with the plane. It Was the wife? And just it, no. It was just inbreeding. That, that that family is they're 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 bad. People. They're all he,
2: hopeless. He had to take up. Well, yeah. They're yes.
3: They are the they are the Massachusetts ver- version of making a murder. They're very un- that fa- that compound. They're
2: very unlucky, but the story goes oh, is that
3: Wait, unlucky? Unlucky like Ted Kennedy where he right, well, he dro- drove like- drove the girl uh into the uh water Mary Joe Kopeckny. Th- yeah, Mary Joe Kopeckny and then like a day and a half later was like, you know, oh, by the way, uh can we search the the water cuz I think there might be a
2: girl down right. there or we could save from drowning.
4: Well, he
3: had to.
2: He had to. He had to sleep it off.
4: Unlucky. Uh, like the, sto- Avery. the story. The yeah. story
2: on JFK Jr.
3: Yeah,
2: is that okay. he was trying to fly to his cousin's wedding and there was weather coming in, and he's like, "We got to go," but the wife Carolyn Bessette was getting her nails done, and they could not match the color. She had brought in, and so she was at the nail salon for hours. Her
4: manicure took a of time to complete.
2: And by the time she, they finally got the color right, he took off in bad weather, and we all know what happened. He was at the bottom of the Martha's Vineyard.
4: But her nails look great. Sound.
2: Uh, yeah I'm sure nails are fantastic okay Kate what else is going on in the world of pop culture
4: Um, Singa Ciara has filed a $50 million libel and slander suit against baby daddy Future citing the various interviews he's recently done in which he's talked dirty about her she says Future's recent comments about her parenting skills are false Mm. and she does her best to allow him to see their son slander Um, last month future took to social media event about his relationship with Ciara saying in a tweet, this bitch got control problems. Mm. I got to go through lawyers to see baby future, the fuckery for 15 K a month. So hang
3: on his, his, his son is baby future.
4: Um, Mm. that's probably like some moniker, but. That I don't would be know. Kind it's, of weird I don't, it's probably not actually called Baby Future. I don't think Future's. Christian, I think that's just what he refers I don't to think it as.
2: Future's Christian name is Future. Right. That would be that would, weird. That would be that would be a stretch. Yeah, that would be weird to name your kid after something you've named yourself.
3: <laughs> that would be like if Chris Berman named his kid Boomer. Baby Baby Boomer Junior.
2: Yeah. Uh, I don't. I'm not. I don't know whose side to take here. On the one hand, Ciara. Very, oh, she's, very hot she's
3: with Russell Wilson yeah. right?
2: but on the other she spends time with Russell Wilson right yeah I, I mean that,
3: that trumps all
2: and I don't know I don't know this future I don't know his music so if he's a good rapper I might be on his side mm, I mean do, do you know his songs Ed? N- not particularly
3: I mean I, I know I've heard him in the past yeah. and not inspiring enough to actually own any of his music right. but if do you yeah. like
4: to know his given name? Yeah, I would. And uh, wait,
3: did you say that he's he? She's um, suing him. She's
4: suing him for, for slander. Su- for slander.
3: for a comment, but slander in a song,
2: in a tweet,
4: on social oh, on media, and interviews mm-hmm. he's been giving. No.
2: Let's what's what's future's given name? I'm gonna name. guess. I'm gonna guess. Let me guess. <laughs> um,
4: you'll, you'll you'll never guess this name.
2: Thurston Howell the Fourth. No. No. Okay, what is it? His
4: name is Nevadius. Of course. DeMunn Wilburn
2: whoa that seems that would be hard it would oh his be hard son
4: to... is called Future Junior oh he
2: is Future Junior wow that's a baller move uh, okay we'll, we'll keep an eye on that one Kate okay, what else is going on in the world of pop culture
4: on Tuesday Universal announced that Johnny Depp will star in remake of The Invisible Man in case you aren't familiar the original 1933 film was an adaptation of legendary H.G. Wells novel about a scientist who discovers uh, a way to become invisible oh
3: uh, sci-fi uh, Johnny <laughs> You uh, you know, a you know, uh, funny story of how I, I was conceived. Uh, my, my, my father had a bit uh, too much of absinthe one night, and uh, <laughs> he found a pile of scarves and bangle bracelets and uh, got a little frisky. Uh, n- nine months later, uh, my mother uh, delivered me. Wow. wow. Unbelievable. <laughs> Johnny,
4: were you born adorned with scarves and bangles?
3: Yeah, he was he, I, uh, it it was it was, it was uncanny the, the the pile of scarves and bangle bracelets uh formed a vortex and uh those the stars aligned and the big dipper aligned with the little dipper and uh well there you have baby johnny
2: do, do you think that he's taken this role because he knows that in, in In playing this character, he'll be invisible, and the only way you'll be able to see him on screen is if he wraps himself with even more (laughs) scarves, bangle bracelets, and natty hats. That's
3: exactly it. Right, right. Because they'll be like, hey, where is that guy? And he just gets to wear these natty hats.
2: (laughs) Yes. He just could wear his regular clothes and be the invisible man.
3: He's... He's a walking wind catcher at
2: this point. I, this this sounds like the movie. Or
3: dream catcher, dream catcher. That's what he looks. This like.
2: This sounds like the kind of movie that I can't wait to not see.
3: It's um. I mean, remaking a 1933 no. movie.
4: This is part Guess of universal. Guess what? Every movie
3: before 1965
2: right. was dog shit. Did they even have every movie? Did they even have talkies in 1933? I mean, the special effects were shit back then. Yeah, it was like Wizard of Oz. And they all talk like that. They don't know. They, nice. they speak yeah, real weird. Oh,
3: yeah, I'm going yeah, to go over there.
2: Yeah, see? I'm not into that. Unless unless we're talking about the Marx Brothers or the Three Stooges, because those guys are funny. Okay, what else is going on, Kate?
4: I was going to say that this is part of Universal's plan to reestablish its famous monster characters. They've oh, already had no. Tom Cruise slated to star in the remake oh, of The no. Mummy.
2: Oh, next no. Next
4: year. Wait,
3: I you know speaking of Invisible Man, yes, there's a good clip on YouTube. I'll I'll post it. Okay. Uh, what's his, uh, Ed Bagley Jr. Yes, it's it's like from the '80s. He thinks he's the Invisible Man and gets naked and it, like goes to a bar and everybody like sees him naked and he's like, "Ooh, I'm invisible! You can't see me!" And everybody's like scared from him. It's actually pretty that funny.
4: Sounds vaguely
2: familiar. I know uh, uh, a little Ed- bit. Ed Bagley, who's a weirdo, but seems like a good dude.
3: Yeah, he's I think he's a little heavy on the he's I mean very, we should all we should all look after the environment. He's one of those guys that probably is difficult to have a dinner party He wakes with.
2: up every morning and he pedals a bike 15 minutes in this house to make enough energy to toast a piece of toast. But
3: yeah,
2: he but in the 80s, nice guy. in the 80s, this guy was one of the biggest Hollywood poon Slayers
4: is that true that yeah that there were yeah yes. I think I
2: think uh, he did pretty well he had a, a good track playmates penthouse pets
1: interesting this
2: guy had was always adorned with a beautiful beautiful very sexy woman and I think he ended up marrying a some type of a playmate or something this guy this guy He used to take care of business back then.
3: We'll put it out as a companion piece. It's it's pretty funny.
2: Yeah, I'd I'd like to see that. Okay, Kate, what else is going on?
4: Kanye West is back at it. Tuesday, he took to Twitter to declare Bill Cosby innocent in all caps. Obviously, this message caused uproar all over the internet. And interestingly enough, the post comes two days before his Yeezy season three show on Thursday. So many people are calling this a publicity stunt. I think this is extreme, even for Kanye. Though this is just that's, thats not stung. the Kanye
3: I know. Yeah, right, right,
4: <laughs> right. He, so out of wait, character. Is he
2: saying something outrageous for self-promotion? Right. Wow! Shocking. Crazy. He's so a lot of backlash. He's
3: he's, he's dipping into the uh, barrel, bottom of the barrel with that. That's that's not the Kanye.
2: No, definitely I, not. I Would say so. Uh, what else is going on, Kathy?
4: Um. Lastly, we have the Oscars coming up soon. Oh, yes. They're just around the corner.
2: Oscar's so white. So,
4: I guess in an attempt to mix up the prestigious ceremony, award show producers have asked each nominee to fill out a scroll card that includes their list of names to thank. Um, so, according to the producers, the names written on the card will scroll along the bottom of the screen so the winner can use the allotted 45 seconds to say something more meaningful uh, without having to thank uh, a whole list of
3: people. No,
2: I kind of like that.
3: I like. No, it. but here's the problem. Yeah. People who, as you have mentioned our empty vessels are going to start thinking they're profound and saying shit.
2: Well, like, um, we're going to find out what's his name. Leo DiCaprio is going to win best actor for the Revenant.
4: He's going to be able to talk about his cause. And he's going to get
2: up there and talk about the environment. And he's going to talk about the indigenous people. And also, and we're gonna get a real all look. we want to hear yes.
3: is his tales right. of being a world class dick, right? <laughs>
2: that's that's what they should scroll on the screen,
4: like all the people, right,
2: his kill list. Yeah, every chick he's fucked. but the problem is it would take the entire broadcast, it would all f-
3: right. They'd be playing the music for the end of his speech, and it'd still be going right. at like a there There'd have speed. to be two
4: tickers there'd be one that just like was Leo's conquest, that yes. just, just like the entire show, yes. and then above that. Would would be like whoever was talking,
2: right? Still, still <laughs> listing. They'd start at the very beginning of the show, and five hours later, they would still be scrolling models' names on the bottom, and then the show would end, and there would just be an ellipses, dot, dot. Still
3: dot. fucking after all yes. these Absolutely. years. Absolutely.
2: Uh, well, that's interesting. I don't. Uh, you know what I'm, I'm going to do? I'm going to do a, a, an Oscar preview column for the website. You can get my picks if you want to. Go and place bets on who's gonna All win the right. Academy Awards. Uh, okay, Kate, excellent job. As always. Ed Daly. Thank you. Fantastic job <sighs> by you.
3: Great. We're
4: gonna be off the this air. Probably
3: for- probably the best. We we sounded like the best looking audio. In the history it, of, we do sound
4: pretty good looking. We're a handsome. We people. all
3: sounded good looking. We're a handsome We're, group. All
2: I, I, would, I would, agree. These, yeah. these, are all good looking people that do. Kind of feel
3: guilty because if you've ever seen those billboards of like the morning radio hosts, yeah. they're all hideous. hideous. Yeah,
2: it's weird. Um, weird. How good no comment people. on noted, um, New York staple sports talk radio staple Mike Francesa having a huge hog.
3: Oh, that's that's because he's he's the worst. He's the, <laughs> he's the he is the worst. It's one of those things where you you want somebody to fail and they just keep right. they just keep failing he makes, upwards. He's a he's, he's a he's a piece he of God shit. Makes a lot of money talking, he's one of those guys that like gets all arrogant and be like, Get off my airways. Oh yeah. And, like, I like hangs that. up and like, who are you? Right. You're a fucking guy answering phones. Right. Get off your airways. That's your entire he show. Makes, asshole.
2: Like, he makes like three or four million bucks a year doing that, by the way. Piece of shit. Uh, okay, yeah, uh, as Kate alluded to, um, next week we're, we're going to run, I think I'm going to rerun the um, Karate Kid episode if I can figure out how to do that, um, because we're, we're going to be dark next week. So check in, check in for an old episode, a classic episode next week, and then sure jump back in with a new episode the following week.
4: And so. happy Valentine's Day to all you lovers out there, it's a stupid holiday, but Me? if you're going to celebrate, yeah, have fun.
2: Hallmark holiday. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. it's stupid, but it, 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 it's a pretty high
3: percentage of sex.
2: Um, yeah.
3: Even for single people, because right. you go to a bar on Valentine's Day, and it's fish in a barrel. That's
2: true. That's a great point
3: there's so it ha, have lots of sex on the night because to be Monday loved. is President's Day lots lots of people have off
2: yeah that's true great point uh, okay it's excellent like job then, as well. always yeah everybody go out and try to get some sex single people uh, for at Daily for Kate McManus I'm Brian Beckner this has been the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from the theballerlifestyle.com we will see you next week goodbye bye everyone
0: Services may vary at participating dealers subject to applicable law. See dealer for details.